The Scoop Podcast is brought to you by Ostara, the producers of Crystal Green Fertilizer. Don't let your crops get hangry. Put them in control of their nutrient uptake. Learn more at crystalgreen.com. And welcome to the Scoop Podcast. I'm editor of the Scoop, Margie Echelkamp. Today, we have co-founders of People Spark Consulting, Kristen Ireland and Aaron Meese. Kristen and Aaron, welcome to the podcast. Thank Thanks you for, for having, having us. us. So you guys are going to be presenting at the ARA conference coming up November 28th to the 30th in Orlando, Florida. And really, you guys are on the agenda as human resource experts. You guys really focus on simple, practical business and HR strategies for companies to boost their bottom lines. Now, your session is called Stop Letting Your Recruiting Challenges Create Retention Pains. What are some of your top takeaways? Well, one of the things, so first of all, I want to talk a little bit about the title of the session. Especially over the last few years, we heard a lot um, from businesses, from clients who were saying, we're having a hard time finding people. We have positions open. We can't find people. And there was a lot of focus on how do we find people? And what we found is that businesses were then turning and leaders were turning their attention externally, focusing on how they fill these open positions and losing focus, losing attention on the people that were there in their businesses, the employees who were showing up every day. And the more they focused externally, the more that was creating disengagement, um, the more it was creating turnover and they were losing people. So it just, it started this whole kind of downward spiral where the focus, because then it was, oh, now we need to recruit more. Now we need to recruit more. And we kept losing people internally. So we're talking about shifting this more of, yes, that's still important, right? We still need to find people for the open roles that we have. And how do we make sure that we're continuing to focus on the people that are here for us every day, our employees, and keep them, retain them, engage them so that we don't continue to have that retention pain? So I want to talk a little bit about the title just in the let's make sure that we're focusing on the people that are already here in our organization that we can easily lose sight of. Erin, what would you add? So in, in that, I think a lot of times when we think about engaging our current employees, it feels like we have to do this. We have to add this new benefit. There's something additional we need to, to add um, as an asset or as a new program or as, a, as something like that. When in reality, a lot of it boils down to simple, straightforward things that as a leader we can do within our businesses. And there's no better business than within ag and a lot of the ARA members, right, who build their business on the relationships that they have with their customers, the relationships that they that we have with our employees are no different. And so we dig into further some of those key factors for employee engagement to help bring bring a light to them and then also help to share some tips and tools that those leaders can start implementing and start trying out right away to help make sure that they're bringing that focus back to the very employees that they want to keep and the very employees that they also want to copy and paste with their new employees that they're bringing on. No, that's excellent. Thank you, Kristen and Aaron. It's really managing both sides of the door, right? It's yes. the internal and the external promotions 
The theme of this year's Ag Retailers Association meeting is launching the future of ag retail. Is there a set of opportunities that you really want to specifically highlight for the ag retail industry in the discipline that you guys are talking about? You know, as I think about even just in terms of engagement, there's there's so much and so many great clients that we've worked with that are are within this space that have relationships that are really deep with their customers. They know their areas that are really special that set them apart from other stores, from other retailers in the area. And and that a lot of times isn't what is shown in somebody's recruiting practices, right? We we go back to the the old not the old ways, but we we look to just put a job posting up and try to recruit somebody in. When in fact, there's more that we can do to help educate people around why we have such a great place to work and why somebody should consider it. And so we get really passionate about these topics and around helping helping leaders understand what they can do and what's within their control to take more ownership of that. Well, and I also think that, you know, as I think about our clients in agriculture, we do amazing things. This industry does amazing things. Um, and sometimes we don't we don't celebrate that enough. We're very agriculture is very humble. Um, and there are things that we do every day that have such a big impact. And you hear all of this discussion about um, people want to work for organizations where they're tied to the mission. Ah, we have the best mission. The work that we do has the best mission that we can have. We need to be better about, communicating it, clarifying it, seeing how people, how what they do every day makes a difference. You know, that the that the person who's, you know, going out and spreading fertilizer, they're, they play a key part in that. And I think sometimes we lose sight of it because they're thinking of, okay, I need to, I do this field, I do this field, I do this field, I do this field, when actually they're one of the main points of contact for that customer. They can have a difference on whether or not that customer comes back. They have a lot of influence in what's working well within agriculture. And we need to we need to focus on that more. And, and that's where I think that this industry is is ripe for that. We already have it in place. It's a matter of communicating and connecting the dots so we can increase that engagement with our teams. So we are talking to Kristen Ireland and Aaron Meese from PeopleSpark Consulting. Kristen and Aaron, we're gonna go to a message from our sponsors, but when we come back, I wanna talk a little bit about your expertise in change management. So we will be right back after this message from our sponsor. For today's industry spotlight, we have Chief Technology Officer at Ostara, Aaron Waltz. Aaron, tell us about Crystal Green. Absolutely, Margie. Thank you. Ostara produces a high-efficiency phosphate fertilizer, Crystal Green, with an analysis of 528O with 10% magnesium that allows phosphorus to be available all season long when crops needed. Crystal Green keeps crops satisfied with nutrients phosphorus, magnesium, and nitrogen through critical phases of development throughout the season. We just started a campaign, don't let your crops get hangry. Crystal Green does just that, feeding the crops season long so they don't get hangry. What makes Crystal Green so unique and efficient is the solubility of the fertilizer. Crystal Green is primarily not water soluble. 
Rather, Crystal Green responds to crop demand by releasing nutrients as plants exude organic acids. It's this unique solubility that allows Crystal Green to feed the crop when crops demand it and dramatically reduces phosphorus nutrient loss due to soil tie-up, runoff, and leaching. It's this solubility difference that lends the efficiency to Crystal Green fertilizer. And Aaron, what do you want every ag retailer to know about Crystal Green? I want every ag retailer to know that Crystal Green is the most efficient phosphate fertilizer on the market, and I don't want any of them to let any of their growers' crops get hangry. So if folks want to learn more about Crystal Green or connect with the team at Ostara, where can they find you? Absolutely. They can visit us online at ostara.com or they can email info at ostara.com. Excellent. That is Aaron Waltz. He is the Chief Technology Officer at Ostara. And welcome back to the podcast. We are talking to Aaron Meese and Kristen Ireland. They are the co-founders of People Spark Consulting. They will be leading a session at the ARA conference down in Orlando, Florida, November 28th to the 30th. And in addition to your guys's consulting work for HR and culture management, you guys are also really engaged with change management, specifically in even professor and adjunct instructor roles. So tell us a little bit about what you're teaching future business leaders about change management. We joke that we're teaching future business leaders and HR professionals all of the things that we wished we would have known 20 years ago that we mm -hmm. didn't. And that's how we set up the course of we, so we're professors at the University of Illinois, specifically on change management. And when we put together the agenda, that was our brainstorm. What do we wish we would have known when we were early in our careers that would make a difference? And there's so much change going on right now with change in the industry, change in how we do the work, change in just in the landscape around consolidations, mergers. There's so much happening right now. And we hear it from clients of, it feels like it's change fatigue or change overload. Um, and our changes aren't going to be successful if we don't bring people along with us. So we really focus on how do we bring people along because a change isn't whether or not, you know, as soon as you sign the paperwork or as soon as the system is implemented and we're using technology, the change is we're successful when people are actually demonstrating the behaviors we want them to do when they're actually using the new system and not trying to find ways not to, right? So how do we bring how do we bring our teams along in that? Both from there's a there's a logical perspective or a logical way we respond to change and there's an emotional way. So we look at that from both perspectives. The other area that we really focus on is the role that leaders play in change. Especially with a lot of our clients, we see change happen at a high, you know, introduced at a high leadership level introducing the change to the broader organization when those mid-level managers and first-level managers have such a key role in that, that it's equipping leaders, helping them understand the role, the expectations as a leader, and equipping them with the tools to be able to support their teams. Well, and one of my favorite parts with that too, so Kristen mentioned the logical and then the emotional parts of change, because 
one of the biggest ahas we see with a lot of our students and even with a lot of our clients too, is that any sort of change, whether it's a positive change or whether that's something that's perceived as negative is a loss of something. And so it could be the loss of something familiar. It could be the loss of something that I've known or where I was had more confident, a loss of confidence even really. And so in thinking about that, how can we provide framework? What is what is helpful? So to Kristen's point of being able to equip leaders to say, okay, it's normal for me to feel this way and going through it. Um, there isn't anything wrong with that. And how can I also now step myself through it so that I can guide my team? And I, I'm not just blaming or looking and saying, oh, well, that wasn't my decision. It was someone else's. So it equips those leaders to be able to take better control over the, just the the narrative that they're sharing back. Oh, so well said. And I, I always appreciate when you can give somebody like that little nugget, right. And equip them to handle the situation. So thanks for diving into change management. I kind of want to go back to this recruitment and retention session that'll be at ARA. And if each of you could just offer one of your simple and practical solutions in that realm, that would be great. Awesome. Yeah, well, one of, one of my favorite things that we're going to be covering in the session involves conversation starters. So in our 20 plus years each within HR and in different roles, one of my go-tos is always, how can I give somebody the words to say? Because it's one thing to say, yeah, go have an engagement discussion with them. Go find out, go go make sure that they know how well, how much they're valued. Well, I don't actually know what the words are to say. And so we've really made it a point over the years as we started PeopleSpark five years ago to create those conversation starters of how I can step into that. And so we'll be covering more of those in detail within our session of, you know, when I start noticing somebody doesn't seem as engaged as they have been before, what is it that I can say to point that out without being nosy? And while also opening up the door to say, I want to talk about this before all of a sudden I get a two-week notice. So that's one of my favorite things that we'll go into. Excellent. Kristen, could you share? So along with Aaron's perspective, I think the words of what to say in each of those situations is so helpful. Um, there is a statistic that we will share. So if you're at our session, you will hear this again. And you might get bonus that, points. And you might get bonus points. If somebody can tell us the answer to this question in our session, we will totally give bonus points and we bring prizes. So they do mean something. That negative attention or negative feedback is 40 times more effective in a team leadership approach than ignoring people. So what we hear these days is, I'm afraid to give people feedback. I'm afraid if I'm going to, if I give people feedback that they're going to leave, they're, they're not going to want to hear it. So it's easier for me just to walk past it mm -hmm. where what the statistic is telling us that was, that was done by Gallup is that you will be 40 times more effective at team leadership at engagement. If you choose to say something, then walk past it. That's with negative for positive feedback or positive attention. Positive attention is 30 times more effective than negative attention in creating high-performance teams. So if we talk about wanting to engage our people, yes, negative constructive feedback can do that when we think it'll have the, the opposite effect. Positive has even more. And, and what we find 
leaders do or businesses do around recognition is we don't see it. We don't see the people that are doing really well because what stands out to us is what isn't going well. Things that are broken, things that need to be fixed. Our minds don't go to what is going well. So we tend to not see, we're oblivious to some of the really good things that people are doing every day. And those are missed opportunities to create that engagement. And what we tend to do because we're oblivious is we tend to walk by it because we don't see it. Well, if you do that math, positive attention is 1200 times more effective, right? Because it's 40 times more effective than ignoring people, 30 times more effective than negative. It's 1200 times more effective in engagement than walking by somebody. And we are unintentionally walking by those moments every day. So to me, there's that paradigm shift of, oh, that small thing, three sentences. You can give somebody feedback in three sentences that will have a positive impact and create that engagement. Small effort, big significance. Oh, that's excellent. So coinciding with the meeting is you guys have a book release and your book is coming out the same week. The book is titled The People Spark, A Business Leader's Essential Guide to Creating Your Culture with Confidence. In addition to the book release, how else can folks find you on the internet and stay in touch with you guys? Great question. Um, first of all, come see us at ARA. We love to meet people in person. We will be at the expo, stop by our booth. Um, we do have um, some tips and tools and resources that you can stop by and pick us up. And again, in person is even better. We'll give you bonus points for that. Um, we have our website, peoplesparkconsulting.com. If you go on our website, you can sign up for our mailing list. Um, we send out um, information on other tools, resources that we have available. Erin, um, what am I missing? Well, and, and if you're interested in wanting to reach out to either one of us directly right away, you can do that very easily at with Erin at peoplesparkconsulting.com or Kristen with an E at peoplesparkconsulting.com. But we're really looking forward to meeting you at ARA. Well, Erin and Kristen, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We want everyone to log on to aradc.org get registered. Early registration does end in October. So take advantage now of those early bird rates. And we will see everyone in Orlando, November 28th to the 30th at the 2023 ARA Conference and Expo. For now, I'm editor of The Scoop, Margie Eckelkamp. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Until we are back on the podcast, I wish everyone a safe and productive season. There's nothing worse than being hangry. You're irritable, starving, and not pleasant to be around. A trip to the fridge can usually solve it for you. But what happens when your crops get hangry? With Crystal Green, you don't have to find out. Crystal Green is a granular fertilizer that releases phosphorus, nitrogen, and magnesium based on crop demand. This on-demand access helps maximize yield and eliminates the concern of nutrient loss to soil tie-up, runoff, and leaching. Don't let your crops get hangry. Visit crystalgreen.com to learn more.